Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with highly anticipated new releases. The time is now more than ever to embrace the breathtaking, sinister, and shocking tales that can enthrall you, especially with brand new exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped, like Amy Tintera's Listen for the Lie. With exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors, captivating sound design, and dynamic performances, Audible brings these stories to life like never before. And as a member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Battle over new relief bill. Must think big now. Campus closure. It has to be done to protect people. It's hurting everybody, really. Senior class outing for pandemic principal. They can't come to me. I'll just go to them. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan in northern New Jersey with the CBS World News Roundup. While millions of us struggle to make ends meet in a coronavirus pandemic that's torn a hole in the economy, CBS's Bill Rakoff tells us a newly proposed relief bill in Washington is facing stiff headwinds. House Democrats are introducing the HEROES Act. It's a $3 trillion plan that pours money into state and local governments, addresses first responders, and provides relief for mortgage and rent payers. But Republicans like Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell want to pause on relief. We're taking a look at what we've already done and assessing the effectiveness of that before deciding to go forward. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi blasts the idea. Hunger doesn't take a pause. The rent doesn't take a pause. The bills don't take a pause. The bill is expected to pass on Friday. The Senate will likely wait till after Memorial Day to consider relief options. Now to California, where Governor Gavin Newsom has announced a new reopening plan. If you cannot telework, we will allow for office modification and office openings. Malls can be opened for pickup. There's new guidance for restaurants, but counties will have the final say on whether dine-in service will be allowed. Los Angeles beaches reopened today. For many California college students, there will be no fall return to campus. It is the largest university system in the country, but this fall it will be essentially all online. Students, for the most part, are understanding. In the end, it has to be done to protect people. But for others, online only presents some problems. I'm a mechanical engineering major, and that requires a lot of tutoring. And so, like, all that stuff being virtual, is, it kind of hinders my learning process. There will be some exceptions, like clinical nursing courses, which require in-person training. Steve Futterman, CBS News, Los Angeles. Elsewhere around the country, CBS's David Begno tells us there's often been a price to pay to reopen. An unreleased FEMA report finds that coronavirus infection rates in some cities spiked dramatically in early May after many states loosened restrictions. Take Nashville and Des Moines. Cases increased by more than 90% over seven days. And new hotspots continue to spike at meatpacking plants in the Midwest. 
212 new cases were found at Tyson's Madison, Nebraska pork plant. And in St. Cloud, Minnesota, the Pilgrim's Pride poultry processing plant saw cases more than double, from 83 on Friday to 194 Monday. Workers protested, walking off the job. Overseas, correspondent Ramey Innocencio tells us there's new concern about the virus rearing up again in Asia. In the next 10 days, China's coronavirus epicenter is testing its entire population of 11 million people. Wuhan reported six new coronavirus cases over the weekend. In South Korea, Seoul has ordered more than 2,000 clubs and bars closed and now contact tracing nearly 11,000 people. A new cluster of more than 100 COVID-19 cases were found linked to the capital's entertainment district of Itaewon. Dr. Jerome Kim is a leading epidemiologist in South Korea. If the government of Korea hadn't done this, then there would be 119 people out there infecting other people. But in Japan, some good news. Prime Minister Shinzo Abe says the country is now on a steady path to ending its epidemic. The national state of emergency could be lifted across much of the country Thursday. In Britain, some restrictions are being eased today as we hear from CBS's Vicki Barker in London. Rules restricting sunbathing and outdoor exercise have been relaxed and some people have been told they can go back to work if it's safe to do so. Basically, people are being asked to use their common sense. And if the COVID curve continues to flatten here, then the government will consider reopening schools, stores, restaurants, and gyms as early as next month. And with food delivery at home more of a thing during the pandemic, Uber is reportedly considering buying Grubhub. A federal judge indicates there will be no fast action in the Michael Flynn case. The Justice Department dropped the prosecution of the former Trump national security advisor. He had pleaded guilty to lying to the FBI in the Russia investigation. Legal analyst Jonathan Turley says it appears the judge will allow what are known as friend-of-the-court briefs. The defendant and the prosecutors agree that the case should be dismissed. So effectively, the judge is bringing in third parties to make the argument that the actual parties will not make. Flynn's attorneys say no third parties should be involved. Nebraska voters shattered that state's record for absentee voting with nearly 400,000 mail-in votes in the midst of the pandemic. Joe Biden won the Democratic presidential primary. CBS's Ed O'Keefe says national party officials have now passed new rules that set the stage for a virtual nominating convention in August. The plan is to still hold some kind of in-person event, unclear how big, in Milwaukee, the host city. But it won't necessarily be uh, that sort of arena show that we've come so accustomed to watching over the last 40 to 50 years. In a special election, Republicans held on to a congressional seat in Wisconsin. Now to Texas, where a high school principal went the extra mile when the pandemic closed his school. CBS's Maria Villarreal says he got behind the wheel and went looking for members of the senior class. Good morning, everyone. When Principal Verdi Montgomery was forced to close Wiley High School's doors, he knew he had to find a way to stay connected. They can't come to me. I'll just go to them. Did you really think I I can get to all 612? Well, when I told my wife what I was going to do, she gave me that look that I'm familiar with. The the you're "You're, crazy crazy. look. I can't. You're not going to do this. 12 days and nearly 800 miles later, Bertie and his wife have visited almost every senior's house, including Lauren Gurley's. I cried. (laughs) It's good to know that somebody cares about you. How's it going? He gave each senior a card and some candy before taking a selfie. What was the hope that you would get out of that? Pretty selfish, because I told him from the jump go, this is really not for y'all. Y'all are handling this fine. And I just want to see you, and I just want you to know I care about you. This matters. This matters a lot. Giving people a sense of hope 
letting them know that they're not alone. Despite the distance, people still care enough to stay connected. Mireya Villarreal, CBS News, Wiley, Texas. Many of us have been working from home for weeks because of the coronavirus pandemic. Are we getting the job done? A report from Salesforce Research into remote working during the COVID pandemic has found a nearly negligible 1% decline in overall productivity. But workers are much more engaged and 40% prefer to work at home now and in the future. The report found 61% of the workers polled were working from home, 53% started at the beginning of the outbreak, and 44% have been using video conferencing to stay in touch with co-workers. Jim Shenevy, CBS News. Twitter has told some of its staffers they can continue working from home forever if they want to, even after corporate offices reopen, likely in the fall. Facebook and Google are among the companies encouraging at-home work until 2021. And that's the World News Roundup at home in northern New Jersey. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. Nancy's love story could have been ripped right out of the pages of one of her own novels. She was a romance mystery writer who happens to be married to a chef. But this story didn't end with a happily ever after. When I stepped into the kitchen, I could see that Chef Brophy was on the ground. And I heard somebody say, call 911. As writers, we'd written our share of murder mysteries. So when suspicion turned to Dan's wife, Nancy, we weren't that surprised. The first person they look at would be the spouse. We understand that's usually the way they do it. But we began to wonder, had Nancy gotten so wrapped up in her own novels... There are murders in all of the books. ...that she was playing them out in real life? You can listen to Happily Never After, Dan and Nancy, early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. It was the biggest scandal in pop music. The stars of Milli Vanilli, the Grammy-winning multi-platinum R&B phenomenon, were exposed as frauds. But none of this was their idea. So whose idea was it? Enter German music producer Frank Varian. He saw the success of acts like Michael Jackson and Prince, and he wanted in, no matter the cost. So he devised the perfect pop heist. Two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? They couldn't sing. But Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's greatest controversies and takes a never-before-heard look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when the truth came out, Rob and Fab were the only ones who got burned. Looking back now, it's hard not to wonder, why did everyone blame them and not the man pulling the strings? Follow Blame It on the Fame, Millie Vanilli, on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. John Stewart here. Unbelievably exciting news. My new podcast, The Weekly Show. We're going to be talking about the uh, election, economics, ingredient to bread ratio on sandwiches. Listen to The Weekly Show with John Stewart wherever you get your podcasts.